Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast. I am here, Azulsa Morena, living and learning. Thank you all for listening to me, and I hope that everyone finds themselves well and is staying safe. So for today's um topic, I am going to do just a few like um tips on college because I've seen that like I think it's a lot more harder for people applying like seniors now because you guys don't really get that help from counselors like in person yes it you guys may still be getting help from them but it's definitely like not the same as we had it and i think that like a lot of us need to help others and help everybody like you know succeed and apply to college because i know it's definitely a hard task and i know that a lot of my audience are underclassmen and you guys could use some of those tips so i'm just gonna go ahead and get right to it so for applying to college i suggest i know that uc applications already open since august 1st so i suggest make your accounts because we're like on what the 6th i think yeah so i suggest just start off by making your account and day by day fill out something like even if it's a small portion dedicate an hour of your day or even less if you want 40 minutes to just filling out some of your application i think like for the first half of the application it's just basic information like your ethnicity your um your age your graduation year the classes you've taken the requirements all that so just kind of punch in like basic information i also suggest for that that you ask your counselor email them and you know politely ask that if they could email you a copy of your transcripts because i know they have access to that and that's going to come in handy when you're inputting your grades and all your classes that you've taken because if you do end up like putting something wrong it it won't be like yeah it can be an issue but it'll kind of just reflect bad on you like if you didn't really look it over or it could seem like as if you're lying and you know schools aren't gonna like that so just get like a hold of a copy of your transcripts and that way it'll just make it easier for that and for like cal states as well and for um privates i know also for privates um i'm just gonna kind of move around all over so I didn't apply to any privates, but I did apply to four Cal States and four UCs. And out of those eight, I got into seven of them. I didn't get into UC Irvine. <laughs> I'm still petty about that, but yeah, I didn't get into that one. But with like that being seven out of eight, so I think I, I can help you guys. And I think you just have to manage your time wisely. And get the appropriate help like you have to be motivated to want to do this because i know many times like there were people or my peers they were going out and stuff but you know i didn't do that i stayed to fill out my college applications and it's just you have to be self-motivated to want to do this which i know you you guys are you just need to find the resources and the space like space within your schedule and everything to try to get handle everything but i say definitely start now because if you start like late in september then you're gonna be rushing and everything is gonna get clustered up and you're gonna be um cramming to freaking finish all your applications so i think for privates you guys should start early now i'm not sure if they're all open it just varies because they all have like different um like when they open and um deadlines to submit all your stuff but definitely start those and you could probably access most of those on the common app so i know um for you okay i'm gonna start with ucs for ucs just start off by like making your account and you can apply it's a one portal and you can apply to as many uc 
as many UC schools as you'd like, but it only waves up to four. So that's how many I applied to four. And also for Cal State, it works the same way. You can apply to as many Cal States as you want, but it only waves off four. So that means that it's only going to cover the cost of applying to four UCs and four um, Cal States. Also for privates as well. And the rest, so basically like 12 schools, and then the rest you guys have to um, pay for those, which it can be a little bit expensive, but you know, if you save up money, you could definitely do it. And if you feel that you have a good shot at that college and that's the one you want, then I say by all means, go for it and really look into that. Um, my next one is going to be to choose which personal insight questions you are going to do. So even if you're not going to start working on them now, I didn't work on them right away. I worked on like my whole application and started that a little bit later on. I went ahead and just checked off all the questions, looked through them and saw the ones like I chose the ones that spoke to me the most, like that I felt I could easily answer or have a situation that applies to that question. So it's going to be, I think it was like eight questions, honestly. Yeah, I think it was, yeah, it was eight questions and you get to choose four. And each personal question, I think it's like um, 300 to 350 words. So it's short and it's good and it's bad because like the pro of it being short is like it's not a super long essay. But the con of it is that you kind of have to cram everything that you're trying to say into that. So you kind of just have to go by like three basic steps. So I say just choose the four questions that you think you can fully answer and then jot down ideas about what you're going to speak about for each question so for like some questions i had like maybe two topics and then later on once i actually started working on it i chose the one that i felt i could um elaborate more on so don't be afraid for your personal insight questions don't be afraid to share personal experiences like i know sometimes like for me um one of the questions oh i have it right here let me look into that so one of my questions was um the second one, it was described the most significant challenge you have faced and the steps you have taken to overcome this challenge. How has this changed or affected your academic achievement? Answer. So for me, I spoke about my depression and I felt like at first I was really hesitant about speaking about that because I just felt like, I'm sorry if I'm speaking really quick, guys. I'm going to try to slow down. So I just felt like that was like the hardest um, moment of adversity in my life that I faced and really had to deal with. So I dealt with this like I started with my depression and like my anxiety really bad in like summer 2019 and it kind of all just went into like senior year and for me senior year at the beginning was really hard and like dealing with that and just college applications so I was dealing with all of this at first and I really didn't want to talk about it because I just felt like I don't want someone to know that about me like I felt like really I wasn't really accepting about it at first and like my mental health I wasn't really um accepting about it and everything that I was dealing with but I was like you know colleges don't want to hear about all the good stuff they don't want to hear about all the um good stuff all the like oh this is how I did this is all the good things I did this is who I am like they don't want to know about all the rainbows and sugar-coated stuff they want to know about the things that the adversity that you faced and how you have endured that and how has that shaped you as a person they want to know about you know the real shit like being serious they want to know about things that you go through and i know like for this kind of going off topic but for your all like your activities and 
extracurriculars that you do um i know a lot of people think like oh i don't do stuff because like um like i don't have time for it or like i had to babysit at home i couldn't do sports it doesn't matter you could still drop down like um put babysitting as one of those like you have skills with children they that could definitely apply you have communication skills you're responsible it shows you're responsible and it shows like it lets them know that you couldn't do that because of this you had other responsibilities and you know you were also balancing that with school so don't ever think that things that like if you couldn't do that because of stuff at home then definitely speak up about it and elaborate on it like explain why and it's gonna show like that you acknowledge it and like that you were doing other stuff you get me so it's not gonna show that you weren't doing anything at all so back to my personal insight questions definitely choose personal experiences so like me speaking about my depression my english teacher my ap um literature teacher was gonna look over my personal insight question i remember i really didn't want to do that topic because i didn't want him reading about it and I was like, well, a stranger is going to completely read about this. And I just felt like, you know, it's okay. Um, my teacher wasn't judgmental at all. Like, if anything, he was really, really helpful. Like, telling me what I could fix or what I could add and everything. So, you just, you shouldn't be afraid. Like, nobody's going to, they're not going to trace it back to you or anything. And you can't get really emotional writing about things. Because I know I did. But it's all, like, for a good cause. And it's going to help you to allow that college to better understand you and why they should choose you you get me so also always apply to scholarships i'm just gonna be going around like different areas apply to scholarships as many as you can some of them are literally like some of them you barely have to write like 250 to 300 words like that's not a lot guys that's literally could be like a paragraph it's it's not a lot and some a lot of scholarships you just really like have to navigate like the internet and there's just so many there is so many scholarships out there and some are like for the most random things you can like literally just apply put your name in or by making um a, an account with a certain website you're eligible so small things like that can really help you with like applying and who doesn't want free money you know scholarships are really going to help you in college and they will even help you like in high school and i know like for me whenever i applied to a scholarship i always wrote a thank you letter even if i didn't get it i always wrote a thank you letter because i just find that like very beneficial like it shows that you have courtesy and you're polite and it shows like it reflects good on you so for me like um an indo i'm an undocumented student so i just found it really hard to like um navigate finding scholarships i know that's a bit of a barrier but it's not impossible guys because you could definitely do it i know i mean i did it i've gotten a couple of scholarships and it's it's annoying to have to like really look because i'm not gonna lie and say oh i love looking for scholarships and writing these essays like i i don't but you know it's free money and it's gonna help you with the cost of college because college is so fucking expensive like it's really crazy out here guys so definitely apply to scholarships and look over and if you guys find some and you feel like it, it may not apply to you but it may apply to others so definitely share with those people don't um don't gatekeep stuff you get me like if you if someone else needs help you should help them because you never know if you're gonna need help and it's also just good to really show others things that may help them in the long run and trust me like it's always going to return to you in a good way or another so another thing is um 
for FAFSA and like the Dream Act application. I did the Dream Act application, but I know both are very similar. I think for Dream Act, we just had to fill out like a little bit more questions. Just have your parents' um taxes like ready, and I know it can be a little bit hard to like really look at the numbers because I had to get help. I had to get help for that because I wasn't sure on like what section and there's just so many sections for like the taxes and reading them it's really complicated but if you could just get help from your parents for that and try looking over the internet or look up youtube videos because i know i did that i looked up youtube tutorials on like how to um fill all that out and it really did help me and then before you submit it for sure for sure have your counselor look over it please or even a teacher like just email them but also with this, this is going to incorporate into recommendation letters. For anything that you're going to ask your counselor, like if you're going to ask your counselor or your teacher for rec letters or to help you look over something like any of your applications or your personal insight questions, definitely give them a heads up like two to three weeks. No, the max should be like two weeks before. Give them a heads up two weeks before. But I suggest giving them a month, telling them a month in advance because Teachers are busy, counselors are super busy, and that just gives them, like, a time to really work on it, and they won't have to rush it, because, example, for recommendation letters, if you give them last minute, they're going to give you a really basic letter that they probably just copied and pasted the format to other students, which, as to, on the other hand, if you give, like, a, if you give a teacher a heads up, like, a month in advance, they're going to really, you know, put effort into writing that recommendation letter specifically about you, and, also, oh my god, oh, okay, I, for, I almost forgot what it was called, like, have a brag sheet for every um teacher that you're gonna, every person that you're gonna ask for a recommendation letter, always have a brag sheet, that's gonna help them, Um, just list down, like, a little bit about yourself, your extracurricular activities that you've done, everything, like, just a brag sheet, everything good that you've done, or, like, things you have done throughout high school, any programs, any summer classes you've taken, um, any sports, any clubs you're in, everything, all of that, write that down, jot it down, and hand that paper to whoever you're going to ask for a rec letter, because I know for privates, do ask for a rec letter, also EAOP, ask for a rec letter, um, I'm not, I don't recall if Cal States do, but I think they do, UCs don't, but other, like, programs, and a lot of jobs in general are going to ask you for rec letters, so it's always, ha it's always good to have those, so I suggest, you know, always tell people a month in advance for that. Then apply to any schools that you would like because, like, you never know which one may accept you. So for me, actually, the school that I'm going to is UCLA. I was not going to apply to the school. I literally only had three UCs, and my counselor was like, just put one more. Like, it's already waved off. You might as well go ahead and do it. And I was like, but I really don't have another school I want to. I was being really stubborn. Like, I'm going to admit that. She was like, do it. Just do it. She was like, come on, Luz. Just apply to one more. And I was like, okay. Like, it was just the fact of adding it. So I had applied to UC Santa Cruz, UC Merced, and UCI. And I added UCLA. And for me, my options with my schools were I was choosing schools that, like, actually had my major, which was political science, which is crazy because now I actually want to switch into psychology. But... I was just looking at the colleges that were like the farthest away from home and which is funny because now I'm I'm going to UCLA and it's like the school that I didn't even want to apply to and it's the school closest to home so I'm like girl what are you doing but 
it's honestly so amazing because I never would have thought that I'd gotten accepted into that school and that's personally like one of the main reasons why I didn't want to apply because I know it's such a competitive school and I didn't think I could do it but like I know anybody can do anything and you guys if you set your mind to it and you've worked for it then I know you can definitely get into any school that you guys want so don't ever like not apply to a school because you're scared that you won't be getting into it for me one of my top schools was UCI and I got rejected from it and it's like that's not going to stop me you know if you got accepted for other schools for other schools that's going to help you so don't don't ever like be scared to not try something because you're afraid of the rejection part like you should take that like okay accept it um don't be hard on yourself if you get rejected from a couple of schools just let it be and you know you have other options look into what else you can do and what others that's why when you apply, apply to schools that have your major and things that like are going to benefit you. So look at the at the population. Like, do you want a school that has a lot of students or you, do you want a smaller school? Because that also has a great impact on like the class size. Like class sizes are going to be bigger and lectures and like with a big population, a high population as to where a lower population of school with like small um classes will probably have like give you that more emphasis on being able to focus on specifically you and help other students where a really impacted school is probably going to have more students and they may not have like the same time dedicated to you you get me but they're definitely going to have resources that help you so don't even think that that's like a, a con like it should not be looked that way i personally wanted a school that had like a lot of high population and yeah well ucla definitely has that so also look at the distance um if you're a person who gets homesick definitely don't really apply to like super schools far if you know that's gonna affect you um i'm not saying you shouldn't apply to schools that are farther just because of the distance i think it's good to get out of your comfort zone and just explore and go out there so i definitely applied to schools that were a little bit farther and I like that. I think that's one of the things that you should definitely look into for when choosing what schools you should apply to. Also for your major, um I really looked into schools that had like criminal justice or political science and uh, which is like, you know, I'm changing my major now. So honestly, I do think that highly matters cuz like I know for a couple of my friends they um they couldn't apply to like a lot of UCs because they didn't have their major which was like child development. A lot of Cal States had that, so I know just definitely look into which one. If like you're intended with that major and you know you're gonna not change it, then definitely by all means go specifically for that school. But on the other hand, if you're undecided, just look into what school offers you the best resources specifically for you. So for me, like being an undocumented student, I had to like look into what schools would really offer me help and had help and programs for undocumented students, and so on so i looked into that when i applied and also when i chose the school that i wanted to go um a lot of other schools were giving me a lot of trouble like sacramento state was giving me a lot of issues with like um my documentation and everything and fixing my um status for being an undocumented student they were just giving like a hassle with it whereas on the other hand ucla was like they were providing me with the resources. They were like, look, this is um the AB540 project. We are this club on campus. We can help you with this. They gave me the all information that I needed to um fill out to fix my residency um issue and like to get um sorry, I say um a lot. Oh my god, I'm really sorry guys, but to get my status fixed and 
I got everything done with their help and they were so helpful and I really liked that about the school because I just felt like it was great you know a lot of other schools were not giving me those resources that I was offered at UCLA so the community definitely like you have to look into the community that the way the way that they treat their students and the way that they help their students and all the resources you should definitely do like your whole um research into each school look into like the population um the distance the major the help for you specifically the cost i know i didn't want to apply to some privates because i looked at the cost and i was just like this is way 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 too much and i was like yeah i'm not gonna do this like i think it was florida i wanted to apply to a, a private in florida and i just saw that like the prices i was like yeah i'm definitely like not gonna do that and i think that was one of my mistakes and i didn't apply to a lot of privates because some were my dream schools but I didn't apply to them because I felt that I wouldn't get accepted and I wish I would have just used those four fee way through my privates and done it but I don't want you guys to make the same mistake definitely don't do that another thing is when you're writing about your personal inside questions write about adversity tell let me tell you colleges like they, they're gonna love that they want to know about all the like the hard times in your life but they want to know how that helped you and how that growed helped you grow and has shaped you into like the person that you are today so also another thing for cal states it all i think i already mentioned it like how the system that it's all through one portal also for common app it has many different colleges and universities on there that you can apply and it's like through one portal as well but i think you do have to do the essays i didn't use the common app so i'm not 100 percent sure but i know for like each private most privates really do ask you for an essay so that's why i'm suggesting that you guys start on it because their deadlines are usually a little bit later like sometimes they're i think like in january whereas the other ones are all like november 30th but even if it's later on you should start it right now because trust me with like classes and everything it's gonna get cramped up and you're not gonna have the time to do it or the motivation later on so i suggest definitely start that now because even though their deadlines are later on, they do ask you for more stuff. Like, for personal insight questions, those are short. But these are really long with, like, the essays. Because they fall and ask you for, like, an essay about certain things. And the qu- the questions may vary. They're not going to be the same as UC questions. So, the four questions that I chose for my, for my application were... Let me read. The first one was describe an example of your leadership experience in which you have positively influenced others, helped resolve disputes, or contributed to group efforts over time. So I'm just going to go through them and give an example. I'm not going to read them, but I'm going to give an example of what I talked about and kind of like the format that I that I followed for each question. So for this one, it was like a leadership experience, basically, and how it influenced others in a positive way or help um, with problems, help resolve problems, or contributed to group efforts. So I was the president of a club at my school called Student Organization of Latinos, Seoul. So I was president of this club for two years, my junior year and my senior senior year. So I wrote about that because at first, I, um, my format that I followed was kind of like what I kind of started with a quote. I know um, teachers and people would often tell me like not to start with the quote, that they don't want to hear about others, but they rather hear about you. And I do think that's true, but I did start off two of my personal insight questions with um quotes, and I felt that they really helped me. And for that one, it wasn't a quote by anybody else or anyone. It was a quote by me. So I wrote down, like, a little quote, and then I started um with, like, look, 
One cannot make change happen by observing, but rather by taking action and eating for a better tomorrow. During my teenage years, I have taken on leadership roles at my school and in my community. At school, I have felt that students from the Latino community are belittled. Throughout my sophomore year, I decided that if I wanted the Latino community to be represented, I had to get involved, leading to my joining in Seoul. And then I got into like my me being president. So then I started talking about, um, you know, start off with something basic that regards that topic, then go into like me being president. So I kind of put like my history of joining the club, um, my sophomore year, and then, you know, getting the role of president. And then I just kind of took like a toll on how it was very hard for me at first because I had never done this and it was just hard because I used to doubt myself a lot being president and like taking on this leadership role. I doubted myself a lot. So definitely like speak on that. So, you know, for me, the format that I followed for this question was like introduce a topic, then introduce my experience and then the adversity and then how I overcame it. So how I overcame it was like, you know, I had to find motivation and self-confidence and talk to others and communicate, work on my communication skills. So I kind of wrote all of that down. And then the last step, what I finished off with was like how I gained these characteristics and skills and how that helped me grow as an, how that helped me grow as a person and as a leader. So it wasn't just like all about yourself, but you have to talk about how you can help others. How did I help lead my club? How did I help lead the Latino community at my school? It had to be about different things like that. It can't just be about your issues. Like, colleges don't really want to hear just about you. They want to know about how you can help others, how this helped you grow, how you can help your community, things like that. They don't want you, like, don't be selfish about the whole thing. Like, for my next question, describe the most significant challenge you have faced and the steps you have taken over to overcome this challenge how has this challenge affected your academic achievement so this one is the other one that i started with um my a quote a quote from 1984 by george orwell so it was just this is the one that i spoke about my depression it was never again will you be capable of ordinary human feeling everything will be dead inside you never again will you be capable of love or friendship or joy of living or laughter or curiosity or courage or integrity you will be hollow we shall squeeze you empty and then we shall fill you with ourselves is a quote from the book 1984 written by george orwell however this quote is the mindset that my depression had set for me so I kind of just introduced like the topic or my adversity, my challenge. I introduced this most significant challenge that was for me in my life with a quote. And then I kind of went into the story of how I started, like when I noticed I started being with my depression and my anxiety. And then I gave them details about how it was hard for me, how this was hard for me during my senior year. And then how I, you can't like, focus on all the negatives because that's just not going to reflect good on you for colleges you kind of have to give like yes i'm dealing with all this but like how did you help yourself what steps or actions did you take to help yourself or get the help that you need so definitely i put that i included that like you know i started going to therapy i started um trying to motivate myself i started on um, meditating doing different coping skills and so on and then I also put towards the end how this allowed me to grow and develop like more of a positive mindset and I never put that I feel like for many things you could put like how this helped you definitely how you overcame a situation but for me I specifically stated in this question that I did not overcome this fully and I thought that would be like 
a bad thing that I put in my application because I was like, they're going to think like that, you know, that I didn't overcome this challenge. But it's not that I put. However, I don't know. Um, I don't know what I put, but I put like basically that. However, how I have not overcome my depression yet, I am still battling with it and I'm still helping myself. So that shows that you're not giving up on yourself. So for me, like the format for this one was like, you know, introduce a topic, talk about it and how did this help you grow and how can you help your community with it? I think those questions kind of be followed for everything. So for me, like I put about how my my experience has um led me to want to help others who feel depressed or who feel that they have um help them with their mental health wellness so all that and how it just made me more like open-minded to understand others so people understand other people in my community and help them so definitely like always go back to that question how can this help others how can these skills reflect onto yourself and help you grow and how can this help your your community or your friends or people at your school how can you help them so my other question was what have you done to make your school or your community a better place? So this one, I I just started with like um about my city and like things that like a little short story about where I grew up, you know, Inglewood, California. It's not always seen as like the best city. It's seen as a city of trouble. But I put about how personally I help my community a lot and about this program that I was in. And I just spoke about how that program, I gave like detail about the program and then how that helped me to get in touch with people in my community and I was able to speak to people um speak to influential people from my community other women in leadership roles and men and so on and it just kind of like how that was my step or my action to talk to other citizens in my community and how that helped me get um like get in touch with everybody in my community and show that the rep rep reputation that we have of my city it's not all bad we're not all that we're not as everybody in society seeks us out to be we're not a bad area i just i hate the idea or the concept that it's like that or um the hood like we're all bad and you know if you're in the hood you won't make it out or like you have to make it out it shouldn't be that way because it should be more like it shouldn't be make it out of the hood i think that's a concept that we've all been given early it's just the concept that like if you were born like in Inglewood or areas like surrounding like that or known as the hood you're kind of giving the idea that you should make it out the hood and it shouldn't really be like that it should be like you know you're furthering your education and you're gonna help your hood you're gonna help your community you're gonna prosper like if you can do it it's not making it out the hood it's because you can and anybody else can do it because if you shouldn't like really back talk back about it that's just how I see it. But also don't let that stop you from the area that you come. I know a lot of people, a lot of my peers, they were like, you know, like, because we were in Inglewood, they set themselves to like, just not apply to further, um, to like further their education. And don't ever let that stop you. Don't ever let anything stop you guys. If you don't have the cost for it, that's why there's scholarships. That's why there's financial aid. You apply, you can do it guys. Like, you'll get the help you just really need to be motivated and really look out there because a lot of people like they don't want to apply to college because um things like that they think they can't do it just believe in yourself have confidence in yourself you can do it if you just apply and like you find the resources and you take the time to do it you're definitely gonna get there so for this question i followed like okay back into the question it was about how i help my community so i just spoke about the program 
um, the things I had to do in the program and how this helped me develop better skills like with my communication skills and how this allowed me to assist people in my community. So kind of back to the same thing, what, how did this help you grow and what could you do for others? So my last question was beyond what has already been in your application, what do you believe makes you stand out as a strong candidate for the admission to the University of California? I feel like that's one of the hardest questions because it's kind of, it doesn't even give you a question. It's just like, it lets you go on. It's kind of like a free response. And I know, I know a lot of my peers were like, oh, I don't want to do that one because like, I don't know what to write about. And I, I felt scared by that question. I'm not going to lie. Like I was afraid to answer that one and choose it. And I was like, what really does make me like, you know, different from everybody else? And then I really thought about it and I was like hesitant about doing that question. But I started with it and I wrote about how I'm a young, young, undocumented woman and I'm striving to be an advocate and serve as a spokesperson for other immigrants and other people. So I just, you know, I kind of told about my my story, like um, how when I came here and all that and like things that I didn't have throughout high school. So like I know a lot of like programs that helped you with applying to college and stuff. I used to be in a program um. I was in it for one, two, three, two years, eighth, yeah, two years, and then my sophomore year, I they changed organizations or whatever, and their fundings they no longer were available to undocumented students, so that really I hated that because I remember when I found that out, I was crying and I was in the restroom and it was just like, it sucks that we aren't always there's so many barriers that stop undocumented students from applying to college and furthering their education like. Even just once you are into college, you have to fill out so many extra forms and things like that. But you should never let that stop you, even if it's scary. And it's a lot of work, but you just have to be motivated to want to do it and you can get it done. But I spoke about how me being an undocumented young woman, it wasn't like a lot of resources that were available. And it was just a little bit harder to navigate throughout applying to college and just different opportunities that were made for other students I didn't have the same opportunities so I spoke about that and then towards the end it was like what makes you like you know different so I spoke about that and I know there's other undocumented students who do the same but I spoke about how I want to start my own nonprofit organization when I'm older that it's going to help um like other it can assist other students high school students and people of different ages just students in general how it can assist them with like um their classes tutoring different resources that they need for their education applying to college so i want to call it hermanos y hermanas unidas para la educación so for me it's like that organization i I elaborated on what i wanted to do so you definitely like if you're going to give an idea or something introduce it like that definitely give some like backstory to it i put um this can help with schoolwork and college preparation. As a young undocumented student, I do not only want to defend the rights of undocumented students, but also advocate for the laws that protect women, the injustices among the court system, police brutality among minorities, equal rights for LGBTQ community, and building a healthier environment. However, I plan to take one step at a time, and now I believe that furthering my education will allow me to acquire the necessary skills to help others. So that was kind of like, if you give me this opportunity, I know, like with that last sentence, I was kind of saying like, if you give me the opportunity to attend these colleges or some of these colleges, like, then I definitely know that I'm motivated and striving to like, gain this education and help other undocumented students like myself. So I guess that kind of like, you know, makes you stand out about it. So definitely like, 
really look into it because i know at first i feel like you know i'm just the same as anybody else but you're definitely not every story your story is unique you just have to keep in mind that you are your own person and you are able to do anything that you want so another thing is list all of your extracurriculars they're gonna ask you to list all of them i think they have like about like 20 spots open for that on uc applications and then it's going to give you to give like a short description about it. it's going to be like oh what role how many hours per week um what did you do like give a small description what years were you in it like did you have a role like were you a member were you a, a um were you a president were you a vice president treasurer anything like that they're going to ask about that how many hours per week and how many years so definitely jot down all of your extracurricular activities and also give like a short description just have it like in your notes or something i personally did in my notes and then later on i transferred it to um my google drive documents so definitely that's another tip always save everything in your google drive because i'm not going to stress this enough i didn't want to but many times when i actually inputted everything onto my uc application the uc portals are weird and even cal states and sometimes i would input my information and when i did that it wouldn't save and I would go on to the next page and then everything would be deleted. Like I think this happened to me a couple of times and I would end up crying because I was so stressed about it. So definitely always do your work on Google Drive and a document and then just copy and paste it, transfer it because everything will always be saved and you won't ever have to like, you know, do it twice. So definitely recommend doing all your work there and everything. And then just like, you know, go ahead and transfer it. So another thing is um, definitely apply to EAOP. So, I I applied to it. I honestly don't know. Like, I did get an insight about it. But when I went to San Diego State, I visited. But I never really, like, got much more information about it throughout high school and much. So, it was it's the Early Academic Outreach Program. So, it just helps you, like, um with different, giving you different resources and opportunities and a lot of, like, financial help and different programs like summer programs and stuff like that so definitely if you are eligible for it apply to it and i'm not gonna go ahead and say like oh these are the requirements because i know i don't know them at the top of my head but definitely look up into that just look up eaop and requirements to apply that's gonna be on the cal state application so you're gonna have to give like for that one that's why i mentioned the rec letters i know you do have to give two rec letters and you're gonna have to write a little bit about yourself and about your income because that your income does apply to that also for um fast for the dream act application if you don't have to put down both of your parents if they are together for the taxes then you know put them but if they're not you shouldn't put them because that's just going to be less money that you're gaining if as to where you just have one parent their income is going to be lower and they're going to offer you more money so like for me i live with my stepdad and my mom but my stepdad is in my legal guardian so I didn't put him down for my taxes, which is good because, you know, I was then offered more money. And it, just make sure you're not lying because, I mean, I didn't lie because, you know, he's not reading my legal guardian. So make sure you really make sure you have everything, all the correct information with your taxes because definitely that can later on affect you with, like, financial purposes when you do get accepted into colleges. So also for personal insight questions always try to give a, an idea about what you have learned from that and how you can help your community as i mentioned they want to know how, what you can do for others how you can help yourself the the skills that you have gained from that experience so don't just ramble about the adversity that you faced but explain a backstory what you did to solve it and when you learned or gained from it so i think 
that should be no that's not all yeah but you know i feel like i kind of went over everything i mean there's definitely more because you could never stop with colleges there's just so much but i think that's just kind of like the breakdown of it so definitely like my steps or my advice would be start off by making your account just fill out the basic information go to uc uc application 2020 and then they're gonna give you like it's gonna be like apply or create a new account and then save your passwords save your, all your passwords for everything because i i often lost them save it and your emails it's just gonna make your life so much easier and then just start off filling the the basic application your address you know your citizenship all these things where were you born start off by that and take it slow like just dedicate like 40 minutes or an hour i'd say an hour per day and start off excuse me start off filling that out and that's just gonna make the whole process easier so just start off with that and then i can also look over your personal insight questions and your college applications i'm really willing to like i know it's a lot harder now with the pandemic because i know it was hard for me in school just as it was now, I can't imagine you guys that a lot of seniors are not going to have the help that they need, like, from their counselors. Yes, you guys may be able to reach out to them via email, but it's definitely not the same as how we had, like, workshops and things in person. So, I'm really willing to help because, I, like, you know, this shouldn't stop. Yes, we're in a pandemic and everything, but this shouldn't stop you guys from furthering your education. Everybody deserves an opportunity, and if I can help with that, then I definitely want to. So if you guys would like me to look over your personal insight questions or if you guys have literally any questions about college or anything else, like I am so willing to help you guys. Um, I'll give you guys my email. So it's LuzAlondraMartinez at gmail.com. It's going to be L-U-C-A-L-O-N-D-R-A-M-A-R-T-I-N-E-Z at gmail.com. So you guys can, if anybody wants to like, um, for me to go over their questions or just look it over, can you read it over? Um, can you check my grammar or you have a question about certain things? I'll definitely do that. Just reach out to me through email. Um, tell me your name and what question you have, and I'll definitely get back to you because I really want all of us to succeed. And mostly, a lot of people from like lower income communities i know we often don't always have the resources i guess there's those teachers that help you but we're often told that we can't do this and you can i want everybody to know in general you can do this as long as you set your mind to it and i want to help others so if you guys really have any questions about that i would love to help you guys and any questions overall sorry if i keep repeating the same things or if i repeated a lot of the same things but i really just had to you know kind of go all over that and I just hope this helped. And I'm sorry if I couldn't elaborate more into each thing about details. Even though I, I feel like I gave a lot of information. And it was kind of like all buried around. So I'm sorry that if it was messy. But just make sure like while you were doing this. If you want to send it to it again. Just jot down like the notes that I said. Or I can even make like a document about that. If anybody wants to reach out to me. And wants me to write down the tips. I'd be willing to because I have it written down. And I can share that with you. If anybody would like me to share my personal insight question to get an example from it, I'd definitely be willing to do that. Just my advice, please, please, please start on your applications right now. I know it may seem like, you know, I have time until November 30th, but trust me, you're going to be cramming and things are going to be so much. Also, another thing that I didn't mention, don't 
um oh i don't think you guys are required to do sat or act i don't think you guys are required to input that huh honestly i don't know but i think you guys are not but i was gonna say if you guys were don't let that um and motivate you from thinking you won't be get accept you won't be getting accepted into colleges that you desire because i thought that i wouldn't because of my scores some of them were pretty low and like they weren't the best and i didn't think i would get in for that but honestly they care more about who you are the things you've done and what you want to do rather than just those test scores because those test scores should not reflect who you are as a student and as a person and don't just keep things as in school they want to know about your life outside of school too so yeah my advice is just you know start on your applications take your time um definitely have others look over your stuff and don't be afraid to reach out if you need help and just look over try to help yourself just find the resources look online i would look for youtube i would look on questions answer questions.com this how how to get things done you know but just believe in yourself and don't be afraid guys like i know it can be a scary process but i think you guys you all got this i know it's really hard now to balance it with like school online school and you know your mental health and everything can be a little bit overwhelming but that's why if you start on now it's gonna be like you know it's not gonna seem as much because i know i was done with all my applications before my peers because i started off so early like since august 1st and i definitely recommend that because then you're not gonna be stressing as much as others and you get to like just take your time on everything so definitely start now just manage your time wisely and don't be afraid to give it your all to everything and apply to the colleges that you guys all want and i really 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 hope that you guys get into all of the colleges you guys want good luck and if anybody needs any more advice or wants me to look over your questions as i mentioned just contact me as my e on my email and yeah so thank you guys and i go i hope that this helped you guys thank you